wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. I don't care how hard you worked on something, you didn't produce a result. Stayallday.com. exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOlDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called Work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is you are not paid for work. Yes, you heard me correctly. You do not get paid for work. I'm going to tell you what you do get paid for because there is a way to get paid, but work is not the way that you get paid, even though you're listening to a show called Work on Your Game. So I'm explaining all of this out momentarily. First of all, let me tell everybody to have a daily motivation text. I send out every single day, free of charge. Some of you are already receiving it. Any of you who's listening to this, and you're not receiving it. You want to question the validity of it. Ask somebody else who's listening to the show. Or you can just text me right now and you can see for yourself my number to get that daily motivation text is 305-384-6894. Every day when I send that message, you will get a message to your phone. It's guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point for the day in front of you. And you can respond to any one of those text messages and get a direct response from me. That is not outsourced to my team or a bot or an assistant. I handle the texting. So text me again. Here's the number 305-384-6894. Now, today's topic is you are not paid for work. This masterclass is about the results based business that we are all in. Let me say that one more time for those of you who have never heard me say this before. The results based business that we are all in. I talked about this in episode 1443, that you are in a results based business. and Today, we're talking about your understanding. We're going to drive home your understanding that work in and of itself is worthless if it is not targeted towards a clearly defined outcome that you actually achieve. Get that two parts there? Work itself is worthless unless it is targeted towards a clearly defined outcome and you must achieve the outcome. Just doing all the work. And if you don't achieve the outcome, then you're not going to get the reward that you wanted. So you got to do the work, have a clearly defined outcome and achieve it. One, two, three. Everybody heard that? Point number one. 
today's topic, once again, is you are not paid for work. Number one, we are in, as I just said, a performance and results based business. So let me tell you the process of how this works and where work on your game comes into it. Any of you who have not heard me say this before, listen up and write this down so that you know. First of all, you set the goal, the outcome. What is it that I want to achieve? You figure that out. You decide that on your own. It might come to you in a dream. You might think about it in the shower. It might be something you read about in a book. Whatever it is, you decide what your outcome is that you want. Then you go to work, work on your game so that you develop skills and you have ability. And then you want to create an opportunity. All of this, actually, let me be clear. Everything I'm laying out here is covered in. If you're watching me on video, I will show you this book. It's covered in this book right here called the Work On Your Game System Manual. The only way you can get this book is by going to thirddaybook.com. When you claim your free copy of the third day, check the little box on that page. We will add the Work On Your Game System Manual to your order. And the other way that you can get access to the Work On Your Game System, not the book, but the actual course, is at workonyourgameuniversity.com. When you become a member of my mastermind, you get access to all the courses. Again, that's at workonyourgameuniversity.com. So back to my process. Decide on what you want. Then you work on your game. Then you create an opportunity. When you create an opportunity for yourself, now you have the chance to do what? To perform, to show off what you are capable of doing. And I'll put flesh to this in a second by using a, a real life example. Then you perform in order to produce a result. When you are able to produce the desired result, you show those results to the powers that be, or maybe they were watching you when you did it. And that person is able to do what? Give you your rewards in exchange for those results, whatever it is that you want, whether that's fame, money, attention, you no know, flowers, happiness, hugs, whatever it is that you want. And then you are in a position because you have produced results. Now you're in a position to do what? To demand or negotiate or ask for what you want in exchange for those results, or at least in exchange for doing it again. That's the process. That is how it all works. And again, it is all laid out in detail in the work on your game system manual, which you can get by going to thirddaybook.com. You could actually order this book on Amazon. You got to pay full price on Amazon if you want to go that route. Or you can get access to the course by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Now, let me give you a real life example. Let's say you're a basketball player. You want to make it in basketball, whatever making it means to you. You want to play in high school. You want to play in college. You want to play pro, whatever it is. You want to play in the NBA, go to the Hall of Fame. First of all, you set that goal. That's what you want to do. All right. Then what do you do? Work on your game. You go to the basketball court, you bring your ball and you actually get to work and you practice and you develop your skills. Then your next step is to what? Find an opportunity or create an opportunity for yourself. So that means getting on a team, meaning you go to tryouts, you go to a workout, you show your game footage or whatever it is you have to a person who can put you on a team. Then you get on a team. Once you're on a team, now you have a chance to perform. Now the coach puts you in the game. Now you need to do something that helps the team move closer to winning the game. That's your performance right there. When you perform, your goal is to produce a result. And of course, you want to personally look good, but at the same time, you want to help the team win. A good player is capable of doing both. Good player on any team in any area of life is capable of doing both. Getting your personal shine to where you look good and everyone can see that you're good. But at the same time, you are helping the organization and the team advance. If you need to pick between the two, you're not as good as you think you are. You need to be able to do both. Everybody, I want to make sure everybody heard that one. All you athletes, all you coaches who are listening to this, make sure you let your players hear that part right there. All right. If they only hear one part from this whole episode, make sure they heard that one. A good player does both. They look good individually and they help the team at the same time. And it shouldn't look like they have to choose between one or the other. All right. One should actually support the other. Now, so you produce the result. You help the team win and you look good. When you produce that result, now you can show that result 
Maybe everybody saw it. Maybe there was somebody watching you, scouting you during the game. Now they can give you what you want, which might be a college scholarship or more playing time in the next game or a write-up in a local newspaper or you get a little mixtape on YouTube, whatever it is that you're going after. Now at that point, now you can ask for, you can say to the coach, hey, you saw what I did last game, coach. How can I earn more opportunity for the next game? Or you can demand or negotiate. You can go to a different coach and say, hey, coach, uh, you saw what I did for that team I was playing for last week. You only play for your team. All right, I just want to know how much playing time can I expect to get, given that you know what kind of results I can produce. Now you're in a position to negotiate or demand what you want in exchange for the results you have produced. And the pro level, a player plays really well one season, then what happens? They get a bigger contract the next season, so they can demand what they want, or they can at least negotiate for it. So this is the process and how it works. When you are consistently producing results, folks, you have put yourself in a position to at least negotiate if not demand what you want. We talked about this in episode 915, that there are three levels of earning money. There are only three ways anybody earns money. You accept, you negotiate, or you demand. When you're producing results, you have negotiating power. You then have leverage. If you're not producing results, you have no leverage. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is you are not paid for work. You are paid for results, but I I just laid out the process of how it happens. This point number two, If or when all you have is leverage or negotiating power is the amount of time you have spent working. In other words, you go to your boss or you go to your coach or you go to your audience or I have people even come to me and they tell me about this. All the work that they put in, all the time that they spent on something, how hard they tried on something, how much it matters to them, how badly they want it. All of these are different forms at the same point, which is let me just tell you how much time and effort and energy I have put into this outcome that I desire. When that's all you have, and yes, this is all, I am minimizing it. So those of you might think I'm minimizing it. Yes, I am. If this is all you have, you have no leverage, nor do you have negotiating power. If all you can offer me is telling me how hard you worked and how much time you put in, I don't give a damn. I don't care how hard you worked on something, you didn't produce a result. If I have an assistant working for me and I say to my assistant, listen, we got 10 leads inside of our CRM and I want you to follow up on all 10 of these leads by tomorrow. And then the next day, I'm talking to my assistant. I say, all right, I told you to follow up on those 10 leads. Did you follow up on them? And they start telling me how hard they worked and how much effort they put into it. But they only followed up on five out of 10. We have a problem. Why? Because I don't give a damn how hard you worked. What I care about are the results that I told you to produce. If you didn't produce the results, then your efforts do not matter. Let me say that one more time. If you did not produce the result, your efforts do not matter. Now, yes, they might matter to your kindergarten teacher. They might matter to your grandma and they might matter to your friends who want to support you and make you feel good about yourself. But to the people who can give you the rewards that you want, you do not receive rewards for effort. You receive rewards for results. Shall I repeat that? You do not receive rewards for effort. You receive rewards for results. As a matter of fact, you are probably closer to being replaced than you are to being rewarded if all you have to offer are your efforts. If all you can tell me is how hard you worked and how much you're trying and how much you want to succeed at something, yet you are continually failing to produce a result, it is much more likely that I get rid of you than I reward you. As a matter of fact, the day that I'm recording this was not the same day that you're listening to this. I just had to get rid of somebody from my staff because they were failing to produce the desired results. And they kept telling me how they knew that they were messing up, or at least once we got to the point that they understood they were messing up. And that they needed to do better and they needed to put more focus and energy into what they were doing. And they were saying all the right things. And then I told them the only thing that mattered, which is uh, you don't work here anymore. 
because they were failing to produce results. That's your usually everyone's listening to me. You are closer to having that happen to you than you are to getting a reward when all you have is effort. Your job is to produce a result. And even if you don't follow the process that you were told to follow, if you're producing the results, then for the most part, people will be happy. People don't really care how you did it as long as you get it done for the most part. Now, there are some areas in life where you must do it a certain way, but results are what people pay for. People do not pay for effort. And any of you who has a job or you're anywhere in life where you're being rewarded just for effort alone, all right, be happy and soak it up as much as you can and save it in a bottle somewhere because that time is going to come to an end. It's going to come to an end sooner than you think. And I know there are many politicians out there, many other well-known people, influential people who are making a lot of noise about paying people a minimum amount of money in their careers, just based on the fact that these people need it. All right. We should give people more money because they need it. Right. They're calling this a a living wage. We got to pay people who work at Walmart more money because it costs a certain amount of money to live in this town. It costs a certain amount of money to live in America. These people are living below the poverty line, even though they're working full time. So they need this money or they want this money or they deserve this money. I'm very wary of that phrase. They deserve this amount of money because it just costs this much to live a certain way. Remember, I had a guy working for me. He was doing some video editing for me years back. This had to be about five years ago. And I told him I'd pay him X amount. I don't remember what the dollar amount was. It wasn't a lot of money. I'll pay you this amount every week. I need you to make this many videos. And after about two weeks, he came to me and he said, well, Dre, could you pay me a little bit more money? You know how much you're paying me right now is not even minimum wage. That was his reasoning. That was his argument for why I should give him more money. And my response to him, I don't remember exactly what I said to him, but I hope my response to him was, um, I don't give a damn whether it's minimum wage or not. It could be less than minimum wage. You get paid for the results you produce. This is not your full-time job. It wasn't his full-time job. He had other things going on. He might've been in school or I don't know what he was doing, but it's not my responsibility to subsidize his lifestyle just because he needed it. Now, if you need it, then you better go get it. It's not my job to give it to you. Now, I understand if you work in the government, then it might be a little bit different of an equation, but this is the way that I look at things. Just because it costs a certain amount to live where you live does not mean wherever you work is required to give it to you. At least I don't think that's the way it should go. And I guess I get power to have my say about that in the voting booth. But there are a lot of people who are pushing for this kind of idea. And many of you have probably heard about this. I don't know where everybody stands on it, but you know where I stand. Here's the thing that I understand. The rules of economics do not support this argument that we need to just give people a certain amount because this is how much it costs to live there. So if that's the case, then shit, I want to go to the government and say, look, well, it costs a certain amount to live where I live too. So, so can somebody just give it to me? I mean, I don't have a job. So do I need to get it? Do I need to go work a couple shifts at McDonald's and they'll just give me the bare minimum to pay for my food, clothing, shelter where I live? Because I got a certain lifestyle standard as well. So if I can get it subsidized by somebody at no cost to anyone else, I want in on this too. All right. Why we only got to give it to people who are at a certain level? We should give it to everybody if that's the way we're doing it. I guess they call that the universal basic income. So I don't, I don't know if I'm a fan of that. I got to read up on it, but I'm probably not. <laughs> I'll just say that right up front. But I do know that the rules of economics do not support this argument that we should just give people stuff just because they need it or they want it or they quote unquote deserve it. Forget about that. I would, if I were a betting man, I'm not too much of a gambler, but if I was, I would place my bets on the rules of finance, money, and economics and the rules of incentives over the rules of, or the ideas, we'll say, they're not even rules, but the ideas, the very malleable ideas of social justice warriors and their bullshit argument about somebody deserving something. All right, I'm not a fan of anyone getting something just because they feel like they deserve it. That's your only reasoning? Then no, I'm not a fan. I talked about this in episode 2112. 
episode 1795 and also 1215. Go look those episodes up. They are all listed at workmanyourgamepodcast.com. But listen, it's your choice what you decide to bet on. I mean, that's what makes betting fun, right? That some people bet on one side, others on the other side. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is you are not paid for work. Number three. Most of you know that I'm an athlete, that my background is as a pro basketball player. And one thing that we know athletes do is that we go to the gym and we train. We go to the field, the court, the pool, and we work out. The only sport that I know of, and I was actually thinking about this the other day, the only sport that I know of that actually rewards in the sports world that rewards the act of training and working out where you actually get a reward for just doing the training is CrossFit. Because CrossFit, whoever created CrossFit is a really smart individual. These are really smart people because what they did is that they took working out and they made a sport out of it. That's what CrossFit did. They took doing pull-ups and doing deadlifts and doing squats and push-ups and running and I don't even know all the stuff you do in CrossFit. But they basically took all the stuff you do in the gym when you're working out and they made a sport out of working out. So CrossFit, congratulations to y'all. That was a very wise idea. They took it's something that we do as a means to an end, and they took the means and made it into an end. They turned CrossFit into a sport in, in and of itself. They got this event down here in Miami every year called Wada Palooza, W-O-D, a Palooza. Wada Palooza stands for workout of the day, W-O-D. That's the thing in CrossFit. You get to the CrossFit gym. I've never done CrossFit, but I understand that you get to the CrossFit gym, and there are gyms that are just for CrossFit, and they have it up on the board. Here's the workout of the day, W-O-D, and then you just do all the stuff, and it's basically uh, just a whole bunch of high volume of a whole bunch of lifts and repetitive stuff. So everybody who does CrossFit, there's a lot of muscles in there because people are doing all these lifts and all this stuff. And you got to be in pretty good shape. It beats your body up doing all that working out. Not for me, but I know some people who are into that stuff. But anyway, CrossFit is the only sport where you get paid for working out. And I don't know if there's professional CrossFit. I'm assuming that there is. I mean, there are rewards. There are trophies. There are, you know, you get recognition. You could be the number one in your age group and all that stuff. I was talking to a friend of mine who I knew from college who was an athlete, not a CrossFit athlete, but a different sport, but they're into CrossFit now. And they were telling me how they were like trying to compete for the number one spot in their region or something like that. So there are rewards that you get for just working out by doing CrossFit. So CrossFit basically took working out and made it into a sport. That's the only sport where you get paid for working out. Basketball players do not get paid for working out. Football players do not get paid for working out. Baseball players do not get paid for working out. The only reason we work out and train is to get ready for the actual game. And that's what we get paid for. We get paid for the games. Working out is just a means to an end to get ready for the game. You follow what I'm saying? Now, here's a caveat to my point. Somebody could counter my point with this point. I'll counter myself here by saying that you could, however, be like a YouTuber or a TikToker or an Instagrammer, and you could just make a career out of just putting out workouts and build your brand and business off of that. I mean, I had to take credit for actually helping create that genre in basketball way back in 2005 and now is expanded to other sports. So I basically just counter my own point by saying what I just said right there. But everyone gets the big picture idea of what I'm saying here. Do you not? Every other act that we do in the gym in the big picture needs to be done with the end game goal and outcome being achieved. What is the end game goal here? I've said this before that this whole workout culture that we've created in the sports world for it started with basketball players, but it's gone to every other sport here. And you get credit for your game based on working out in the empty gym. Now, I never wanted credit for my game because I was doing workouts in the empty gym. I did have game in that empty gym, but the purpose of me doing the empty gym workout was to play in the full gym and the full capacity gym when there were actual people watching the game. And I would always stress that to the players that I'm not doing this to show off to y'all. I'm doing this to get ready for the real games. But then people took it and just said, well, why don't I just take this means 
and making it into an end. Again, great idea, great business idea. So nowadays, working out alone can be a business is a business for a lot of people, male and female. I mean, go on Instagram. You won't have to look far. You find people whose main business is just working out. Now, let me just show you my workouts and show it from a specific camera angle to get the maximum number of views and likes and comments. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Y'all have social media. Uh, you don't have to play a sport. Don't have to have a goal or anything else unless you consider followers and fans a goal, which actually it is for a whole lot of people. So this is kind of what people have done these days. They've taken these means, what traditionally was a means to an end, and they've turned the means into the ends itself. And I guess that's cool. But then here's the problem with that, because I talked about this in a couple episodes of my show. In episode number 1862 and also 1878, is that if you're doing it through social media, and this is the way that this has become a popular thing, this is really just a side note here, is you basically get yourself onto a treadmill that you can't get off of. And I talked about this again in episode 1862. If you want to be a creator or influencer, listen to this. In episode 1878, there's no such thing as an underpaid entrepreneur. When people get into this world of turning the means into the ends, the problem is you can never stop doing the means or it will be the end of you. So listen to those two episodes again, 1862, 1878. So you can see why, yes, people were smart to turn this into a business. But the problem is the people who turned it into a business are the ones that got you to hop on that treadmill. They're collecting the money while you're the one running. And that's the big picture part that a lot of people don't notice. That's the part that you don't see. And the only time anybody cares about the effort you put into creating an outcome is when you achieve the outcome. That's the other part. You put in a whole lot of hard work, but don't achieve the outcome. Nobody cares. Had I not become a pro basketball player, all those videos I was doing on YouTube might not have mattered as much as they did. Trying and coming up short does not get rewarded, folks. This is the world that we're in. Again, I told you we're in a results-based business, not a trying and effort-based business. Nobody cares about your effort. They care about the results. And this is a mindset that I would suggest you adapt or adopt. But if you choose not to, hey, don't say that you weren't told. Recapping today's class, which is you do not get paid for work. This is about the results-based business that we are in and that your effort needs to be targeted towards a clearly defined outcome. Number one, we are in a performance and results-based business in that order. You work on your game, create opportunity. Then you perform, then you produce a result. When you produce a result, you get the rewards, then you can negotiate, ask for, demand what you want in exchange. When you're producing results, you have negotiating power and leverage. Number two, if and when all you have as your negotiating power or leverage is the amount of effort you have put into something, you have very little. You have pretty much nothing, and you are closer to being fired and replaced, outsourced, downsized, right sized than you are to actually being incentivized or rewarded for your work. You do not get rewarded for effort. Any of you who's in an area of your life right now where you are being rewarded just for effort alone, even without a result, I'm telling you, bottle that up, save it in the jar, put it in your attic, put it in a safe deposit box at the bank because it will not last. Point number three, many of you know I come from the athletic world. The only sport that I know of that you get rewarded for just working out alone is CrossFit. They turn working out into a sport. Every other sport, the purpose of the workouts is to get ready for the games, which is when you can actually produce results. That is the way that it works, is the way it works in life as well. Any of you who's doing anything where the means have become the ends, you need to look closer at the fine print of what you're doing and ask yourself, how can I ever get out of this game? The answer is you probably cannot. I did two episodes about that. So make sure you are not getting hustled while you think you're the one doing the hustling. Most of the time, you are not. All that being said, two things for you to do right now. First of all, go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Join my mastermind so you can start working with me directly. and We can get strategic. First of all, get your mind right around stuff. We talk about that every day here on the show getting your mind right around what you're working on and how you're going to get there. Secondly, let's get strategic about how you're going to do it. Then is about 
the accountability in place for yourself and for your actions and the execution, getting it done and producing the result. That is all at Work On Your Game University, all one word, workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's where you can sign up for my masterminds and work with me directly. Secondly, send me a text to get my daily motivation every day, free of charge, straight to your phone. My number, 305-384-6894. Work on your game. Dre, all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge, 305-384-6894.